Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. every single one and that your review helps new listeners to discover us as well. This episode is dedicated to Deidre and brought to you by Rose Scented Soap. Tonight, we'll read cat-themed stories written by English author and poet Edith Nesbitt, published in 1899. Nesbitt wrote or collaborated on more than 60 books of children's literature under the name E. Nesbitt, along with being a political activist. This particular collection of stories follows the lives of various cats and dogs and will appeal to all of our animal-loving listeners. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Too clever by half. Tell us a story, mother said the youngest kitten but three. You've heard all my stories, said the mother cat, sleepily turning over in the hay. Then make a new one, said the youngest kitten, so pertly that Mrs. Buff raised her paw to give her a swat of the ears. But she laughed too. 
Did you ever hear a cat laugh? People say that cats often have occasion to do it. I do know one story, she said, but I'm not sure that it's true, though it was told to me by a most respectable, brindled gentleman, a great friend of my dear mother's. He said he was a second cousin 29 times removed of Mrs. Tabby White, the lady the story is about. Oh, do tell it, said all the kittens, sitting up very straight and looking at their mother with green eyes. Very well, she said kindly, only if you interrupt. I shall leave off. So, there was silence in the barn, except for Mrs. Buff's voice and the soft sound of pleased purring which the kittens made as they listened to the enchanting tale. Mrs. Tabby White seems to have been as clever a cat as ever went rat-catching in a pair of soft-soled shoes. She always knew just where a mouse would peep out of the wainscot, and she had her soft, sharp paw on him before he had time to know that he was not alone in the room. She knew how to catch nice breakfast for herself and her children, a trick I will teach you, my dears. When the spring comes, she used to lie quite quietly among the ivy on the wall and then take the baby birds out of the nest when the grown-up birds had gone to the grub shop. Mrs. Tabby White was very clever, as I said. So clever that presently she was not satisfied with being at the very top of the cat profession. Cat people have more sense than human people, of course, she said to herself. But still, there are some things one might learn from them. I must watch and see how they do things. So, next morning, when the cook gave Mrs. Tabby White her breakfast, she noticed that Cook poured the milk out of a jug into a saucer. That afternoon, Tabby felt thirsty, but instead of putting her head into the jug and drinking in the usual way, you know, she tilted up the jug to pour the milk out as she had seen the cook do. But Cat's Paws though they are so strong to catch rats and mice and birds, are too weak to hold big brown jugs. The nasty, deceitful jug fell off the dresser and broke itself.